0: How'd you get him to stop crying? Dumb luck. And you, you and mom had three. No help, just the two of you. How'd you manage? Oh, no, that was easy. You kids and your mom. That was all I ever wanted. It was easy to do when you, when you look at it like that. Yeah. you beautiful, Kevin. Do him a favor. Stop trying to live up to me. I was terrified of being like my dad and you were terrified of not being like yours. We both wasted a lot of time being quietly terrified. Close your eyes. Decide what you want.
1: Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us too. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Mary Larson.
0: My name is Blake, and can, can I just have jack pearson as my dad
1: can i just have jack pearson as like anything my elf on the shelf
0: (laughs) can i just have jack can i just be jack pearson (laughs) oh my goodness and i know it's it's funny to say that after this episode especially when he takes a drink halfway through taking his kids home with his wife Mm -hmm. i get it trust me i get it but that that Oh, my goodness gracious. The tears that were coming out mm-hmm. of my eyes with that scene. Of course, it doesn't help. Uh, well, I mean, it certainly doesn't help that I have a lot of big time daddy issues. So I, I'm, I'm sure that's all I wanted my dad to do and say to me was just your kids look gorgeous. Stop right. worrying about being me. Just be you. I uh, wish I had that. I <laughs> wish I had that. <laughs>
1: Okay, but we can have that with each other, right? Yes. We can have that with each other. So, um, normally we do like a story time here. Yes. And I'm going to do it a little different spin. A little different spin on that. Let's this go with it. Let's time. do
0: it, man. Let's do it.
1: So, um, many of you who are our listeners know that Blake and I, we had a miscarriage this month. Like 22 days ago, I lost the pregnancy. Um, So I'm just telling you this to start off with because this episode was so hard. So, so hard for us on many levels. And I know that miscarriage and infertility and just pregnancy issues and all these different things, I know that they can be really hard and triggering for people. And this is why we named this podcast, This Is Us to T-O-O, because so many of these different things affect all of us in different ways. And last night, as Blake and I were watching the episode sitting on the, the couch together, it just felt like... It was coming at us from all different angles. I Mm. think when we have been emotional during This Is Us, it's because there's one thing that gets you. You know what I mean? It's like when Randall's there in the water with his mom and you're like, oh, my God, now it got me. Or, you know, there's just different moments, pretty much any moment with Jack, you know, automatic waterworks. Um, But it just was coming from different angles. And because this is so raw for us. It just wouldn't stop. I was actually fine in the previous episodes, like of babies and birth and things like that. But um, this one was really hard. It was really hard for both Blake and I in some ways that were similar and in some ways that were very different. Mm. So we didn't even know if we would be able to do this podcast tonight because of how emotional it made me. Um, usually after Blake and I are done watching a show, I sit there and I go, oh, my gosh, so what did you think? You know, even if we're <laughs> crying, I'm like, what did you think of that one? What was your favorite part or whatever? And I immediately went to the bathroom, took melatonin and walked upstairs yep. like in silence. Yep. Washed my face, went to bed, got out my earbuds so I could listen to my calm meditation sleep app. And Blake came upstairs and he was like, so you want to talk about this? <laughs> and for the first time in forever, if I may quote Queen Anna. Yeah, sure. Um, Queen, you're right.
0: Queen, yeah, let's get it right. Right, she was, yeah. Gotta protect the brand. For
1: the first time in forever, <laughs> I said I don't want to
0: talk. Yeah. And, and for don't. Mary to say that she doesn't want to talk, whoo! I mean, you, you know, red alert. Yeah. You know, flags should be going off. If, I mean, alarms, this is yeah, five alarm fire right here.
1: So know that this episode hit us on multiple levels. We're hopefully going to be okay talking this through. We're going to see how this goes.
0: Yeah. Story time. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say this. It was like Mary said, it was a very hard episode for us. And uh, for multiple reasons, I'm sure we'll probably get into those reasons a little bit. Um, I think we probably won't delve in specifically to those reasons like we normally do. Normally we are very upfront and normally we share our lives. And if it happens organically, then it does. But as of this moment, I think we're going to talk about the show. We're going to, we're going to talk about the things that happen in it. Uh, Obviously how it makes us feel, but not, we're going to, we're going to just acknowledge the elephant in the room that yes, we, Mary had a miscarriage and is very, when we watched this episode, it was very sad. Um, And then we'll go from there. Because you, you know, <laughs> this it, would have it, been
1: our third child.
0: Yes, um, and the 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 idea of having a third child has been a uh, has been a conversation between Mary and I.
1: That's a good word for it—a conversation.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> and I will say that. Uh, all right, so here's a little bit of a story. Here's a little bit of okay. a story. Yeah, when Mary found out that she was pregnant. With our with uh, the latest pregnancy, the one that uh, that she lost, uh, my reaction was not a positive one. Um, And it wasn't that I was mad at her or mad at me. It was like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Like, take take how Randall was.
1: We need another car. But you did say, I think
0: we're going to need another car. Yeah. Like, take how Randall was in this episode being like, you know, I want a third one. Yeah. I was the opposite. I was like, we're going to need a new car. We're going to need a new house. I was was actually, for the first time in my life, I had anxiety attacks.
1: Every single
0: day. Every day. At five o'clock. It got bad at five o'clock during dinner time. And I had to get special (laughs) crazy medicine so I didn't have anxiety attacks. And um, it was bad. But as time went on, and I got a chance to start thinking about the positivity of it, I was like, wow, you know, having a third one wouldn't be all that bad. And then finally I was like, okay, you know what? We're having the third one. We're doing this. Let's let's do it. And then that day we discovered that it was not going to be a viable pregnancy. So uh, right now Mary and I are in a place of, holy smokes, Mary just went through this we have to be in a healthy mindset. Do we want to have another child? Um, I think as of right now, that conversation's is happening. Uh, well, it's about to happen and it is a very sensitive topic. So I don't know how much we're going to be talking much more about Randall and the third child aspect of it um, or Rebecca's m- mom miscarriage. And, The whole thing. I, 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 Mary, I don't know if that's something that you want to talk about. If you don't, I respect it. If you do, if you're okay with it, then we will.
1: We just wanted to give you guys a heads up. Yes. This is really hard. Um, I've wanted to cry all day and I probably will cry. Um, fun fact. Yep. For those of you who watch me live, if I wear bold lipstick, it's because I've had a bad day and I'm trying (laughs) to hide the fact that I've been crying. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna give it our all. Um, normally, when I'm not doing very well, or if Blake's not doing well, we may postpone. And I just don't think you can postpone this. I think it will be hard to talk about in the near future. So yeah. I'm more like, let's just do this. Let's, so let's talk. This may be a hard episode for us, and if it's hard for you, and if this has been a a triggering episode for you, know that we are here with you and we love you. But we are gonna try to focus on a lot of other things. But if it is harder from particularly me, to talk about, know that this is why. All right.
0: Let's get on with the
1: show. get into the show i forgot you can make sure to follow us on all sorts of social media facebook youtube instagram twitter um in case you don't follow us in all those venues if you are there please hit that subscribe button come on and see us really exciting um that our instagram live feed is working and you can see us i'm waving to all my friends on instagram let us know where you're tuning in from my friends on facebook and youtube you do the same Also, we have a website called maryandblake.com that we would love for you to check out. But more importantly for our friends who do have Facebook, we have a great Facebook community there. Just search Mary and Blake. It's going to be the only group, really, that you see. (laughs) And request to join if you enjoy the topics that we cover, the fandoms that we enjoy as well. That's going to be a special
0: place for you, too. All right. So the title for this episode is The Ride, which... Of course, is in reference to uh, all all the rides home, all the rides home, and uh, even you know uh, the ride to Uncle Kevin's in the future, which <sighs> we get a future flash forward. Digging it, which I am in on, except one part, except one part. But oh, we'll, 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 You're we'll, such we'll, a
1: hater we'll, of the this is us cliffhanger. Just oh, let it be. Goodness gracious, let now, it be. The
0: director. Oh, the director. Y'all been sleeping on my boy, Miguel. (laughs) John Huertas.
1: Wait, why is Miguel sleeping? I don't understand.
0: No, that's the thing. That's that's the title. That's the sounder that we have for Miguel.
1: Yeah, but why are you playing that for the director?
0: Because that's who directed the episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, the actor who plays Miguel was the director for this episode?
0: Y'all been sleeping on my boy, Miguel. Told you, Told you, He's your boy. It's because he wasn't in it. What?
1: <laughs> He's like, what am I going to do for episode nine? I don't really know. Well, you guys made me get COVID tested, okay? <laughs> I'm here.
0: Might as well do something. Come on. Give me something to do. I ain't getting no coffees. <laughs>
1: nope. Uh, <laughs>
0: Milo, get your own coffee. Can you direct yeah. <laughs> at all? And he, they thought it was a joke, and he was like, yeah. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> Totes, And I nailed it. And actually, you know what? He has directed before. He has directed a couple of different things, uh, mostly shorts. There's one one thing called Donna Don Bachelors, a homecoming, and then another short called The Box. But this is the first real big thing that he has directed.
1: Well done, So sir. Well John done. Huertas,
0: excellent job, especially with that dreamscape. Um, excellent stuff, and uh, and also. Uh, well, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer, Julia Brownell, uh, a writer for This Is Us since 2018. So that would be what? That would be season three. Uh, she has written Katie Girls, Songbird Road, Part Two, Flip a Coin, New York, New York, New York. Those are the episodes that your girl Julia has written. And if you like those episodes, then you're going to love this episode. So Marvin, speaking of loving episodes, what is your Lemonade rating. For Another this five. Episode. Yes. Yes. Dare I say a horse? Giddy up. <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. So uh, any particular reason why you have for uh, a five?
1: It was just outstanding and amazing and made me cry the entire time, which normally I don't like crying all the time. But it was great.
0: Yes. For me, uh, I'm giving this a four, nine, five. I... Loved this episode, and as as hard as this episode was for us, and as hard as it, as it was to to watch, and um, I was watching in a bittersweet manner, where I was going through, um, I was going through my tears, and I felt that even though you know, a, a big Mary and Blake commandment is tell us how you feel when you're watching an episode of television. What does it make you feel. And as long as it makes you feel, then it's good to you. It doesn't matter what anybody else says, as long as it makes you feel. And for me, it made me feel in so many different ways. But on top of that, it was, it was, and it was excellently written and uh, structured and how each storyline echoes the other storyline, but not in a repetitive way, not in a way that's like, Oh my God. Okay. We get it. This is us, which they are want to do. Uh, in this particular case, uh, it was emotional. Uh, it was a character study. On for many people, uh, it was a very simple episode, and it was well written. It is "This Is Us" at its best, in my opinion. Total "This Is Us." Best quality. So that is my lemonade rating. Your GBG, Marvin. What do you got for your good, your bad, your great?
1: My good was being reminded of Rebecca's loss. Of course, in the car, she talks about her mother having a miscarriage. And it's at that moment that I remembered... Rebecca just lost a baby mm-hmm. like mere days before. She carried three children in her womb full term and one of them didn't make it through birth. And yes, they're still taking home three. And, you know, one of those three, of course, now is Randall. But I, I think because Randall's been such an integral part of this family and we've just always seen the big three that I forget that Rebecca lost a child, a, a a full-term child you know um so then her talking about her mother being sad you got to see it in rebecca so it was a gentle reminder and as we're most likely going to be hanging out with jack and rebecca in the infant days in the newborn days um we're going to have this loss and possibly some postpartum issues Mm -hmm. um going on so it was just a nice gentle reminder my bad i had two bads even okay. though I gave this episode a five. Whoa. They're little nitty bads. Okay. Little nitty gritty bads, okay? All right. First and foremost, Beth at DQ getting her blizzards. Yep. Just quickly plops down in the middle seat. Uh,
0: good point.
1: She just gave birth to Annie.
0: Girl, there's no plopping.
1: Listen. <laughs> awesome. As someone who has given birth twice, I gotta tell you, that area is is tender. Okay. Sure. You sit down slowly. You maybe have a an inflatable donut.
0: Did she maybe have a C section?
1: Even if she had a C section, you don't be shifting and moving and just plopping all good over point. the place. Good
0: point. Good point. Good you point. know, yep.
1: she just moved. I just didn't feel the graceful, the the like tentativeness that someone who just. Had a situation plopping on a metal chair. Just got to tell you, it. there is nothing like sitting down after birth.
0: Yes. Ah! <laughs> um
1: My other bad was uh, the baby's not being taken out in car seats and being checked that they're buckled properly. Like, Kate comes out of the hospital holding the baby. And in our hospitals, they, they make sure the baby's in the car seat. Buckled yep. up. Yes. And then Toby just takes the little baby and puts it inside the car seat, except it's swaddled. <laughs> you can't buckle a swaddled baby. So it just was like these two little things where I'm like, uh, eh, I don't know if that's how it happens in California, yeah. but it doesn't happen what, here or, or I must Island. be smoking a lot of joints out
0: there or something <laughs> because that's not. Right. Here's another quick story how we put our son into the car scene. There you go. (laughs) When we first had him, we had his legs up above the. (laughs) He looked like
1: a marionette puppet. He did. <laughs> they didn't So in our state at least, I don't know what it's like uh, in your state, but they do not let the baby leave until a nurse has actually checked the child in their little baby car carrier mm-hmm. to make sure it's buckled properly to make sure the baby's all set. Well, we got our little little guy in there and we put a blanket over his lap because it was early. It was early in the spring and <laughs> He was sleeping, so instead they they just like kind of trusted us to that we were like mature, intelligent human beings. <laughs> we were normal beings. people, and they just trusted us. And for a month, maybe, hopefully yeah. not a month, but for a quite some time, I stuck his his arms through the upper portion. Like if you imagine your seatbelt. No, it okay? was his.
0: It was his legs. His
1: arms and legs were in the same hole. <laughs> So if you imagine your car seat and the, the belly part goes over your leg, imagine actually sticking your left leg through that hoop so your arm and leg are out. That's what we did to our infant. And we wondered, why does our kid hate the car so much? Yeah. People say babies love the car.
0: Yeah, why, our kid screams in the car the entire time. Yep. Why would he do that? That's ridiculous. Yep.
1: Don't make our mistake. Please read the manual. Don't pull Jeff, a Jack Pearson.
0: D- d- no. No. Absolutely not. And
1: my great is that I cried a lot. is that I cried a lot. Um, You know, having had this loss, I have been very vocal on uh, Instagram and on my stories about how when I had my DNC surgery, uh, two days after that, my pregnancy symptoms went away. So I was pregnant knowing that I would had a non-viable pregnancy for the better part of two weeks, which was the worst, Mm -hmm. like to be sick and nauseous and tired and to know that no babies coming out of this. It was very hard for me. And so I just kept saying like, once I don't feel pregnant, I will start to feel better. And um, yeah, two or three days after the surgery, all pregnancy symptoms went away. I got my energy back. I felt great. But because of that, I've been filling my mind and my time and not necessarily digesting the pain of what's happened. And so this is us kind of allowed me like, oh, I need to deal with some more stuff. And we as a couple need to deal with some stuff that it's okay to still be this raw. Like it was this month that this all happened. So I think this is us because I needed to cry.
0: Yeah, it, it, it gave you permission to do that.
1: I don't know if it was permission, but it just like opened the gates that needed to be. Oh, yeah, whatever, whichever way it is. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever it is.
0: It 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 was the catalyst, the release. Yeah, the release, and uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's important. Uh, all right, for me, the good I actually have a tie. The score in mm. this episode, for some reason, um, the the score in this is us can be. Excellent. I remember season three when they were in Vietnam. They had and Siddhartha Kosla had all of this different kind of. It was the "This Is Us" theme, but all, all these different instruments, and it was just a very uh, different sound. And in this episode in particular, um, I feel like the score in season five has been muted, uh, and probably you know for whatever reason that they chose to do. But for some reason, the the score in this episode was much more prevalent but in a different way uh, It felt very um, dreamlike it felt ethereal throughout the entire episode not even just the like the dream sequence with Kevin and his dad but throughout the whole it just felt like it, it, it was like waving up and down and in and out and it it didn't feel like a normal this is us score. Mm. Uh, and I ju- I thought that was the best I, I, I thought that I felt like that was appropriate for the kind of stress and for the kind of uh, anxiety that you feel when you're bringing your kids home for the first time like everything is heightened and things are coming in and out of your brain and you're you're watching one thing one way and then you're hearing something a different way it is wild when you're bringing your kids home for the first time so I really like that this but my really good is when Jack and Rebecca finally make it home and their kids are asleep. And we have this great bookend of the perfect song. They, they, they play the perfect song and many more is just my favorite. Who was like
1: Uber pregnant could have given birth. Like any minute filming this. Yeah. Right. right. (laughs) This
0: episode. Um, not only was it emotional, but you, you really got a sense of who she is, who Rebecca is at that moment. And you can almost feel it from, from Mandy Moore, like that it is real. Like that line of, I feel like I was one person four days ago, mm-hmm. and now I'm a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Um, that really rang true to me. And even the conversation that she has with Jack and Jack is telling her about his insecurities. This scene was uh, vital to the success of this episode. And it totally, totally nailed it. Um, the bad for me, also a tie, uh, the 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 car at the end. Oh, look who's here. And the car's beeping and the, it's a white car and it shows up at Uncle Kevin's and... Cut to black. You kidding me, dude? What? It's so
1: cheap. But who's missing? Who's missing? Who
0: cares? It's it's Kate yep. and it's Madison. It, it who? Whatever, whatever. Who cares? It's just so disingenuous. Maybe,
1: maybe it's Cassidy.
0: It could be Cassidy. Hey,
1: you know? I
0: if it if it's oh if it's Cassidy.
1: Oh no, my I goodness! A, I was seeing that joke. <laughs> just like that. I was joking.
0: No, I ain't. If I'm it's Cassidy, Cassidy, what a reveal. What a reveal. If that's Cassidy, I'd be so happy because that would make make me right. And mm. I'm, Since I'm take bunkered, I have to be right.
1: Well, I pick someone else coming in that car. <laughs>
0: okay. And uh, the second one is the guy behind Jack when he's driving and he pulls into the gas station. Yeah. Okay, listen. People are aggressive drivers. It's fine. I get it. And he pulls in front of Jack. Also, I get it. Jack's driving slow. Okay, things happen. I'm not saying I agree. But I understand. But the way that he pulls into the gas station, I mean, the car's jumping up and down and the spark's flying. It's like an action movie. Who pulls into a gas station like that?
1: People who really need gas. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I got to get there so fast.
1: I mean, I know when I really need gas, I'm in neutral and I don't make it to the gas station. <laughs> I'm like, maybe the
0: hell no. Nope. Oh man. That yeah. is so funny. That is yeah. so funny. Do you, do you think they'll tell you who the, uh, who the person is this season in the car, in the white car?
1: Oh my gosh. If this is what we hear, if this is the her of this season, that's
0: what I'm saying. I, I hope it's not the her of this. If season. everyone
1: like looks out the window, everyone who's already in the house looks out the window,
0: and if they say, "Look who's here! Hey, it's her!" I'll be pissed if they say, "Hey, look who it is! It's her!" Hey, get out of here! It's okay. All right. So uh, my great though, of course, and it has to go to the conversation between Kevin and his dad. You can never ever beat a good Kevin Jack moment, especially when Jack talks to old Kevin. It's it like it makes my heart sing.
1: It makes my heart sing too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make your heart sing. <laughs> um, I, I love this moment between the two. I I find that this was the emotional this was the emotional crux. Um, this moment and the, the moment in the car, obviously, uh, between Jack and Rebecca. These two moments were it. They, these two needed to succeed. And the way that it was shot and how all the close-ups and the everything being bathed in light, uh, it was tremendous, tremendous episode. I mean, tremendous scene and how turning into your dad and don't be like me, I'm not like my dad. We spent too much time worrying and wasting time. Just be you, go do you. Uh, and how that conversation leads to Kevin... Saying, okay, let's I know we've been engaged, but like let's really get engaged here. Let's actually really do this. So that is my good my good, my bad, my great.
1: I wish he came in with like Bruna Mars on his phone. I think I wanna marry you. <laughs> <laughs> no! Like Glee. I would have wanted the whole cast of Glee. I mean, he got John Legend to show up. Yes. Maybe he could have gotten like a couple of Glee stars to come in with him. Hey, I'm what are sure you doing? You live down out. the road. The paparazzi guy that usually follows you, he followed me. (laughs) Come on over. Wear your
0: mask. Uh, You ready for some big three feedback? Yes. Let's do it. And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! All right, the first one comes from Brittany Christine on Facebook. She says, 4.9 lemonades. My good, seeing Deja and Annie. Oh my gosh. Yes. Grown up. I already can't wait to see more of them. And, but of course, now I want to know if Deja's pregnant with Malik's baby. I'm getting vibes and unexpected pregnancy, so I don't know. I wonder if if the guy that she was talking to at the the class where she's like, hey, cover for me, I wonder if that's the guy.
1: That's what I was wondering too. I I
0: just, I feel like they, they they were a little too comfortable with each other.
1: I mean, you saw that hair.
0: Yeah, he was a he was John Snow. Light. He was a poor man's John Snow.
1: You know nothing, John Snow. Oh, and you know what? What Egret taught John Snow. I mean, dang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My bad for uh, Brittany says who the heck pulled up at the end? These little glimpses into the future are killing me. I have a love hate relationship with them, Brittany. I totally concur with on that one. I will co-sign. Uh, the great though, I thought I wasn't going to try this. You what? guys
1: really get, get miffed by it. I do. I'm hashtag I don't care.
0: Why? I, How?
1: Because whoever it is, I'm going to be happy to see him. I don't know.
0: I what don't if it's care. Cassidy? What ifs? What, you, I hope you brought you're, you're, dip. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she brought dip.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: What kind of dip is she bringing?
1: Um, oh, like the onion one that you dip the Pringles, not the Pringles, the Ruffles in? Yeah. The French onion dip.
0: See, I feel like well, it's
1: ha- like a sour cream, and you let it simmer. You let it just kind of like just get nice and tasty what over you, the day.
0: Oh, oh so you, you let it sit in there?
1: Let it sit in the fridge, like You're, overnight. Okay,
0: all right. When you said simmer, I thought you were cooking no, it. I'm like, you no, don't cook no, no cooking. Dip. No, you don't cook. No, I dip.
1: want some like fattening. I mean, we're Rebecca's dying. Okay, we need to eat our feelings. <laughs> I want the ruffles with the dip.
0: That's what I want. I feel like that's a little not on the. I feel like Cassidy would be more on the healthy side. Why? I don't know. I don't know. She's in shape. Is she? Yeah, she's in She's in really good shape. She likes to work out? Yeah, man. When have we seen her work out? In season four when she was working out with Kevin, remember? Oh, yeah. They were at the gym and they were doing pull-ups. Yeah,
1: but now Kevin's not there, so her workout buddy's not there. And she's been in a pandemic. She probably perfected the dip recipe.
0: Maybe it's like a seven-layer dip. Oh,
1: now you're talking! Now you're
0: talking, baby. I'm all about the seven mm-hmm. layer. All right, the great for uh, Brittany though is I That's thought why I don't care
1: Whoever I wasn't going to cry this dip.
0: episode, but then Kevin dreamed about oh. Jack. It was perfect to see him holding his grandbabies. My heart. I love that he told Kevin to stop trying to live up to him and be himself. Yes. The second one comes from Bonnie. She says four point eight lemonades. Look the good. At that. I just like seeing all the generations and the pairs of parents going through the same experience of driving their newborns home and how they weaved between them by locking in their car seats. Totally agree. Great visual storytelling. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bad Kate going all crazy with the birth mom about open adoption. Kate, chill. She is driving home with the people that she just signed her child over to. Don't you think she's a little more emotional and needs some time to grieve? Like, not have you and the baby and she birth, show up to your other kid's birthday party in a couple of weeks? Like, I love
1: Kate, but Kate's only had one friend since she's been an adult. Yep. Okay? Yep. I don't think she, like, once again, love Kate. Love her. But you need a few more people in your life to understand social norms. Yep. And now Kate's been in a pandemic.
0: So she's just sitting there.
1: Like this is an extrovert who's been bursting at the seams. When can we see each other again? I found a really cool playground. Oh my God, I made all these plans. We can imagine outfits going to be fantastic. (laughs) Can you be my second friend? Because Madison's my only other friend. That's Kate. Word vomit. Just nervous. Word vomit. The world is sunshine and roses.
0: Kind of like somebody I know.
1: I'm speaking from experience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. The great, I really love seeing Jack and Kevin's dreams holding the twins. So special when he told Kevin that he was worried about not living up to Jack because that's all that Kevin has been like lately. My dad did this and he didn't miss the birth, etc. It was nice for dream Jack to let Kevin know it's okay to just be himself. Yes. Bonnie, I totally agree. It is something that has been built upon, built upon and built upon, especially in the past few episodes. And to have this, again, as we talked about earlier, moment of relief for kevin where he's just like go be you stop worrying about being me you do you it's 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 just yeah you do you boo it's just so special all right we got a voicemail you ready for the voicemail yeah i'm so excited all right here we go blake it's kathy from cleveland Cleveland! with from on this is us the ride i'm giving this episode three lemonades whoa i can't remember the last time I watched an episode of This Is Us and I was actually bored. Bored to tears. Wow! Not as many tears as those babies were crying, but bored. I'm not a baby person. And this episode (laughs) was wall-to-wall babies. More babies than I could handle. And so, couldn't deal with it. I'm going to switch over to servant because that baby is a doll. Bye. (laughs) Kathy! (laughs) Kathy! <laughs>
1: i'm gonna switch over to the show servant because that one is a doll fun fact for those of you who like m night Shyamalan, those of you who grew up loving goosebumps books i yep. know you're there zennials i know you're there yep um the ser- servant
0: go watch the servant
1: on apple tv it's is great. worth you buying like apple tv yes. for a month
0: yep or, fi- or find another way to watch find some illegal way to watch
1: binge it. it for it's so good.
0: It was, it's, it's that first Kathy season. hated this
1: episode, man.
0: Kathy comes from the clouds on some stuff and she just drops it, man. And this was, this is one of them. She's like, I don't like kids. That's it. Baby.
1: She doesn't <laughs> like babies.
0: That is why Kathy from Cleveland is in the Marion Blake listener feedback hall of fame. That is why she is there because she always brings it. Uh, Ready to get into uh, everything else for this show, my darling? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we want to let you know that everything that has been talked about so far has been brought to you by Minute with Mary. Mary, tell me a little bit about Minute with Mary.
1: So MinuteWithMary.com is your one-stop shop for all things makeup and skincare. And I started doing it almost four years ago. So we've been podcasting wow. for how many years? Eight years? Seven
0: Uh, This will be seven. Seven years. Yeah, we started in 14.
1: And I started this makeup company... four years ago. Yep. And it has been one of the biggest blessings in my life because even though it's a pandemic, I work from home by myself with my cat. I put on makeup because it makes me feel a little bit better. So I go live on Facebook and Instagram. You just search the hashtag MinuteWithMirror. You'll be able to see my tutorials and stuff. I'm here for all of your makeup or skincare questions. If if you listen to me, if I'm in your earbuds, ear pods, and you have any questions, um, know that it brings me great joy to help you feel more confident and creative with your your makeup and skincare, even if you don't use my stuff, even if you have stuff at home and you're like, I just bought this in December and I have no idea what I'm doing. Message me. I'll help you out. Hashtag Minute with Mary. And if you need anything, minutewithmary.com for
0: all your shopping needs. Isabel on Facebook says, I feel like Kevin proposing to Madison is still him trying to live up to his dad. Marvin, thoughts?
1: Um, my thoughts are, how have Kevin and Madison been engaged this long and he still hasn't bought her a ring? Good point. Like...
0: I feel like that's a big deal. Like, you're you're Kevin Pearson. You got money for days. Yeah.
1: Like, at least have a ring. Maybe it's not the ring you definitely want to give her, but you should have something. It just didn't make sense to me. You've got the money. Buy your ring.
0: (sighs) Good point. Do you feel like it's him trying to live up to his dad? Or do you think that's something that he real Here's the th- here's the question, Mary. Are you buying Kevison?
1: For Kevin's sake,
0: yes. What do you mean?
1: Kevin just wants a family and he yes. wants someone to love. Somebody. Somebody. No? <laughs> Can anybody find yeah, yeah. me? That's Kevin. Somebody to love.
0: Good, good, good call, man.
1: I like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, That's Kevin. Um, you know, does it echo Jack? No.
1: This is not, this, this is, nope. Madison and Kevin are no Jack and Rebecca.
0: No, no, no. What I'm saying, his action. Does his action, that that big sweeping moment of no. getting lost in this thing. Had he
1: called up Glee and they come in
0: <laughs> and sing Bruno
1: Mars, I think i want to marry you. Then yes. Think about Jack with like the lights in the apartment. hmm Good point. Jack was so much more romantic.
0: Yeah, and here's Kevin. Kevin a-
1: was more romantic with the coffee chick calling That's up John true. Legend. That is
0: very true.
1: Now, mind you, I, I, I'm I, of the, the understanding that crappy proposals lead to great marriages. Mm-hmm. Speaking from experience. <laughs> Speaking from experience. My engagement was terrible.
0: Wasn't my best moment.
1: Yeah, I will argue that it may be one of your worst, but it's okay. Covered in steak sauce, reeking of whiskey, yep. me thinking, oh, my boyfriend's either dead or breaking up with me. <laughs> That's why he left me on a beach all day and forget about me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was getting a, a ring specially made. It was being designed and made that day.
1: It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. So let's go into this episode. I'm, just, I'm not bitter.
0: No, no. Why we would ended, you be? We ended up just fine. We're fine. We're, We're fine. fine. We're totally fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say this. I really liked, you may not think that Kevin proposing to Madison echoes Jack, and I'm fine with that. But this episode does make it a point. To echo Jack yes. and Kevin in many different ways. And not only is it that they're, you know, J- Kevin is out there trying to put a beat down on some paparazzi, Jack is gonna beat up the guy that cut him off or whatever, but it's both of their significant others that use their brains instead of their emotion. They both take control of the situation. Uh, Rebecca saying, Jack, what are you doing? You have three babies in the car. And Madison jumping in saying, yeah, Kevin, I'll take care of this.
1: And I'll just lie to this paparazzi guy that he can take a picture of you. With no shirt,
0: because no it's shirt worth more. And tight pants. Because <laughs> the package, got to see the package.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, we laugh though, but this is like how we talked about uh, the
0: leftovers. Just, Justin Thoreau? Yeah. Run, running in his sweat uh, sweatpants?
1: Very tight sweatpants, oh. like shrunk in the dryer.
0: Oh man, so, so much flopping around <laughs> when he was running. So, so much awkward. flopping
1: and great uh, um, i grit
0: so crazy <laughs> um but i know also-
1: i love it because on the flip side he's making it his own way you yes. know what i mean he's it's jack saying like You do you, boo. You Go have your family. Go love on them in your own way. What Mm -hmm. you think of me or the stories that you've heard, make your own stories. And so, yes, yes, was Kevin's proposal not super dramatic? But on the flip side, isn't that the beauty of it? That he's done all these grand gestures for other people, that he is Kevin Pearson and can do all these things. But really, when it comes down to it, he wants a simple family, like the simplicity of family. He left his job, his movie job. Yep to simply be with his family. So on that sense, I do think it's rather romantic.
0: In addition to Kevin and Jack, we actually have some more echoing going on um, in a big way. And that is in the adoptive side of the story, where it is uh, Randall, who was adopted himself. Uh, later on, Deja is pregnant and it's all part of his family tree that he's wanted. He always wanted to feel like he knew where his roots were coming from and he never got that. Uh, and his experience of having his own children, having Annie having his eyes uh, and he'll know those eyes when he sees it in his grandkids. Uh, it, it, I mean, it does. is it written purposely that it's Deja, the adoptive child, the adopted child that has the first grandkid? Um, maybe. I, I think that might be on purpose. And at the same time, we have Kate, Kate's story echoing Randall's in a way that she wants Haley to know her birth parents or her birth mother so that she doesn't have the same experience as Randall. Uh, and he, and in, in she understands that adoption can be a positive experience, mm-hmm. not just what Randall had being the, the truth being held from him that moment though when the nurse says to randall she has your eyes and then randall talking to annie little baby annie about the the tree branches Mm -hmm. and wanting to see that and just really also really special again emotional informs character um it, it the character is dictating the story the story is not dictating the character Uh, And well-written, like just spectacularly written and well-acted too, by the way.
1: Can I have a moment with Beth in that hospital?
0: Yes, absolutely. When she
1: says, I don't want to leave here, it's like a spa. (laughs) You've got Madison who's like, all right, get me home. I want to go sleep in my own bed. Blake and I, for our second baby... We wanted to stay there as long as possible. Oh, my gosh. Someone was bringing us food. We didn't have a toddler running around climbing all over the bed. We just had this little baby who would like eat, sleep, poop, and then just sleep the whole time. And we could watch TV, watch Outlander, and just sleep and eat. It was awesome. Yes, uncomfortable bed, but it was like a spa.
0: (laughs) Have you noticed that this season has featured a lot of car driving?
1: Yeah, I'm nervous anyone's going to get in a car accident. I'm, I'm actually glad that there was a car accident because I know that's now off the table. Yes. I'm always nervous. Like when Randall's hanging, handing out things to Beth behind him, I'm like, keep your eyes on the road. Keep your eyes on the road. And then when Kevin, oh, when Kevin was driving mm-hmm. and he was like, I'm not feeling right. I'm tired. I think I'm seeing things. We thought
0: we saw COVID Kevin.
1: Yeah. We were like, oh my gosh.
0: It's COVID Kevin. Is he sick?
1: <laughs> Did... Did we call it last week? I don't. And then I then I said to Blake, "I'm actually sorry that I want him to have COVID because he's got two infants in the car. He's got two newborns. I take it back, world." And then he didn't have COVID. He was just seeing the guy, the paparazzi, mm-hmm. driving. Which did you want Madison to get up close to the guy and be like, "Hi, excuse me," and take his camera? Boom! And, no, <laughs> not punch him, but like break the camera. Yes. But okay, so if paparazzi are following you. They're snapping photos of you and you don't want it. You probably can't legally take and break their camera.
0: No, because it's their property. And you, if you're in public and you're in a public street, can't trespass your eyes. Like, you can, they can take as many pictures of you as they want. It's just how it is. Even, let's say for the sake of argument that they're standing in the road and they're taking pictures of you in your home and your blinds aren't drawn, doesn't matter. You can't trespass your eyes.
1: It feels so weird.
0: It does feel weird.
1: Like, obviously, you and I podcast and we put ourselves on live video. But when yeah, but
0: nobody cares about us.
1: <laughs> I mean, the news reporters who wear boots cares about me.
0: That That's true. That guy.
1: When I found out about that website, even though it was all footage that had been put up on purpose, when people are using your footage in just different ways, you're like... Uh, God, who are these boot fetish people, and why are they <laughs> screenshotting a little show in Rhode Island? Leave me alone! But yeah, I but, wanted her to smash the camera, but then I realized she'd probably get in deep trouble. She
0: would not. That would not be that. That DSLR plus that that huge, you know, uh, what's it called? There was, there was a chunky Lens. camera. That's yes. a chunky camera. That that's heavy. Um, yeah, the ep- a lot. The past number of episodes, I think, have been marked by a lot of car driving. Um, do you think it's because of COVID you think they're like, they're just trying to keep people separate as possible. So that way they don't have to interact all that much.
1: I really don't see it that way. I just see that these are important events that everyone needs to go to and from. I don't really know. I didn't think about it that way. Sure. I mean, if you're in a car and you're talking, you don't need your mask. I don't know. That's a tricky question, Blake. I have not thought much of it. Yep. Yes. Could season five technically be called car season? Maybe. <laughs> so
0: far. Maybe. I mean, think about it. We had the car ride going for Kate going to see Mark. Then we got the car ride um, going to New Orleans, coming back from New Orleans. Canada. Kevin, Canada. Uh, car rides going home from the hospital. Kate talk. I'm sorry, uh, Madison talking to to. um,
1: That was the re- back from New Orleans. Yeah, no, no, part, no that's right? what yeah. I'm saying. But
0: yeah, like all you of these. You may be
1: counting some of these two or three times, but yes, I hear what you're saying. There God. you go. There you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. But
0: you know, This Is Us is known for having these kind of episodes. I mean, especially with the misdirection of cars and accidents and whatever. But even the like the emotional framing around a car. If you remember, I think it was what? Season 2.
1: I mean, I don't really know what else they could be doing if they were just all home like us watching Bridgerton in our jammies <laughs> cuz let's be real, what else is going on right now in their lives? Right. Digital school not fun to watch?
0: Nope.
1: Bridgerton in your jammies.
0: That's fun to watch.
1: I mean, if you're the one watching it, but I don't want to be watching Beth and Randall sitting on the couch having wine and popcorn because you know Beth has her wine.
0: Oh, she's um, all about the wine.
1: <laughs> and watching Bridgerton. She's
0: she drinking a Cab Sav? Or is she like a, a Moscato person? Or is she going all in oh. with the Pinot Grigio? Pinot Gris?
1: No, I think she'd be a Cab Sav. She's a red girl.
0: She's a red girl? She is. Uh, now, are we talking Cab Sav, Pinot Noir? Or is she a blend girl? <gasps> she
1: might be a blend.
0: I think she's a blend girl. I
1: don't
0: like that. I'm all about the blend life. Yeah.
1: And she like mixes it up. If she's having something salty, if she's having something sweet. She's having some steak. Yeah. She's got a little bit of something everything. She's you, got a whole
0: We just had a a, a a bourbon cask uh wine, red wine the other day. It was delightful. Agreed. It was called nineteen twenty four. It was amazing. Anyway. Okay. Um if you remember I think it was season two. Are the, you
1: still talking about cars? Yeah,
0: well, it, this is more pertinent. Season two, the car. Remember, after Jack died, they had the the car about the the, the episode about the Wagoneer. Yes. This episode was like the inverse of that. Um, the car. That episode, season two, was about the Wagoneer and looking back on their lives. And this episode, the ride is about them in these cars, the rides, looking forward mm-hmm. in their lives. Everybody's looking forward to everything. And I find that a great piece of storytelling.
1: Nice. Yeah, you know. Can I give a major shout out for the adult Annie and Deja? Who, yes. The actress who portrayed adult Deja did it so well that I had to keep making sure that it wasn't the current younger actress of Deja. Her mannerisms, the way that she spoke, was so spot on. hmm it, well it's done. like you thought it was her. Yes.
0: Like a hundred percent. Guaranteed. Yes.
1: So well done. And she's pregnant. She is learning to be a doctor um in, in medical school or some somehow in medical school. You know, mm-hmm. now okay, welcome to the labor and delivery unit. This is where these things happen. And she's acting bored. Is she really bored? Or is she just like, this is awkward because I'm pregnant? Or did she need to go puke? Why did she leave? Why did she say babies aren't that interesting or whatever she said? And then she left.
0: Well, then she had the reveal of...
1: Yeah, but that's why I'm wondering, like, why did she leave? Did she need to puke? Did she feel uncomfortable? Because she was like, holy crap, this is me. Like, I need... I'm going to be having a baby soon, and I'm uncomfortable knowing everything that we're about to see and do. Mm-hmm. Or... Is the guy standing next to her, the baby daddy? And she's like, I don't want to be That's in the delivery room floor yep. next to the guy whose baby I'm hosting right now. Anyway, hosting.
0: Oh! <laughs> like a parasite.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Loved the moment where um, they were taking all the diapers. That is a clutch moment. For those of you who are hoping to have kids someday, seriously. Mm. Take all the diapers, everything you can, all the nipple cream they that they intend for you to take it all out when yep. you when you leave. Um, Rebecca worrying about the manuals, like when when Jack was like, "Oh, I have to go install the car." I'm See, Jack Pearson.
0: I feel like that's what we were all saying. Yep. That's Jack Pearson. He got it. Yep, it's Jack Pearson. He's got it.
1: That was you, Blake. Totally. I know how to do this. It's fine, I got it. And then mirroring with Kevin sitting in the car, looking on YouTube. <laughs> Like cursing awesome. at it like what do you mean <laughs>
0: my, my fingers are too muscular for this I can't do it
1: I liked the detail even though I was shocked how quickly Beth sat down in the middle seat at the DQ at the Deer Queen Yes, I did like how Mindy Moore was acknowledging Mindy Moore Rebecca mm-hmm. was acknowledging ouch I can't turn because of my right. stitches Yes, so I appreciated that because yeah mommies are in tough shape yep. after birth so well done um deja gets a little sophie uh giraffe from yes. annie and annie says this
0: is an old school toy from france <laughs> came out like two years ago <laughs>
1: <laughs> no not two years ago i know but I, yeah uh, it's within this decade and yes. people still love it um how do you feel about i would give everything i own i'm in really yeah
0: i'm in i'm in let's give do it
1: Give my life <laughs> do you want to hear something sad sure the only way i know that song
0: why It's because of NSYNC. Oh, goodness gracious. True story. Just Uh, have (laughs) NSYNC. Yeah, I was like your frosted tips and your jean outfits.
1: I was like, wow. (laughs) I know this song. Like I but I know NSYNC singing it. Okay.
0: Nope. Um, Madison. I want to talk about Madison real quick because I do feel like she and Kevin have jumped right into this bad boy. And how could they not? They have twins now together. But what I do like what's happening, I remember a few episodes ago, somebody, one of our listeners said, I feel like Madison has lost her spunkiness, her her flightiness. Well, it, it may be back, but it also I think- mo- Oh,
1: not the flightiness.
0: No, but I think motherhood- Suits her. Motherhood has given her a kind of confidence- and I think having that mirror um, Rebecca's lack of confidence is really important um, mm-hmm. because I feel like the she, Madison has, has been given something that th- she probably is just naturally good at for herself mm. that she didn't even know. And now because of that, perhaps this helps her struggle with food. And she's able to move forward. I mean, she the way that it's portrayed, I mean, she takes to, to these babies right, right away. right away, And she's got them in the hands and they're sleeping. And she's taking she the kids. She takes them
1: from the car yeah. into the house by Kevin, herself. Kevin's
0: sleeping. Oh, yeah, yes, sleeping. I didn't want to wake you that up. That would not
1: have happened if no there were No chance. I would be like, listen, um, we're here. There's two babies.
0: <laughs> I can't
1: even get out of this car because I'm sitting on a donut still. yes. And yes. I still want my blizzard, please. How do you feel <laughs> how, how do you feel I don't even like blizzards.
0: How do you feel about the line Jack, you don't suck the air out of the room, you are the air. I ask you because it's a sweet moment, but it's a little too cheesy for me. Yeah,
1: well, here's the thing. A little cheesy but we're all on the Jack train. Yes. Like, we all feel that way, right? Like, when there's Jack in an episode five, like, give me this, Jack. Does Jack make you cry every time? <laughs> so, cheesy, but very, very true for all of us viewers of This Is Us. Yes,
0: yes. All right, the last thing I want to say about this episode was um, the stuff with Randall really got me, only because I, listen, I'll be honest, I I've struggled with my identity and what it means to have a family and have kids. And, and there was even that moment between Jack and Rebecca where they look back and they say, we're a family now, mm. like we're a family. Holy smokes. And I think each of the main characters have this moment of realization where, where even like with Kevin Madison, hi, it's just the two of us. No, it's the four of us, yep. you know? Um, and then Randall saying, this is my family tree. This is, you know, like you are my branches. And I cried at that part too, because there was a moment I grew up in a family where like Christmases and Thanksgivings were enormous, 30, 30, 35 people at these potties. And I I thought that was the best. And I thought that was awesome. And I loved it and I wanted it for my family. And we tried to do that. And, we we stuck a round peg in a square hole for a long time or a square peg in a round, whatever. I don't care. Whatever the analogy is. Uh, and with COVID this year, it was just myself, my bride, and my two children. And it was the happiest I've been on Christmas in a decade because it was mine. It was just me and everything that was a part of me. Mm. And I thought about that when Randall was saying this to little baby Annie and he's talking about it with with Beth and man, just just that shift in identity. Like this episode was made for us right now. Like it it absolutely was. That shift in identity uh from who you were to who you are once you have this family and how you transition. It's a big one, and it, it comes very easily for some people. But I, I, I think for me, it was very difficult. Uh, as much as I loved it, and I love my wife, and she's a part of me, but just having this little nuclear family that is ours mm. is something that hasn't really um, stuck with me or really shown its head until recently oddly enough. I don't know why recently, but it just, it has. And maybe it's the COVID of it all. Maybe it's just that we've been with each other and, you know, we're out there looking, we're looking out for each other. You know, when Mary's like, we have to go help people. We have to do this. And I'm like, no, no. Stay home. Stop worrying about everybody else. Take care of the four people that are in this house. Number one.
1: Blake has to say that to me about once a month. <laughs> yes. Blake, I need to go help out with this cause. Blake, I need to go do this. I, need... I saw some people on the street. And Mary? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Worry about us. It's very Slytherin of me and very Gryffindor of her. You're a wizard, Harry. Anything else that you want to say about this episode, my love?
1: I really loved it.
0: Yeah, me too. I really, really liked this episode. I know Kathy from Cleveland gave it a three. Kathy, you're on Mars. This is not a three. This is- a this is Hey, a, if
1: you don't like babies, it that, can be a That's a three. good point.
0: That's a good point. Uh, all right. So- oh, can I just have a moment? Yeah, let's When
1: Jack was holding the twins, like two babies at a time- Yes. And then was able to put one down well, while one holding hand. the other, mm-hmm. I was like- that's a multiples
0: baby daddy. Yeah, and that, that was another thing that got me crying too that, that, that he
1: could just do it because he had three at a time and Kevin's like how did you do it? And he's like I don't even know what he said because I was crying so hard. But I just watched him have these two babies, which are probably dolls, very servant, but yes. it's okay. Very
0: servant. It's COVID times. <laughs>
1: and he just puts them down. And I know for you and I, we've only had one baby at a time. We'd yes. be like, oh, what did we do? I, I can only hold one at a time. But yes. here's a dad who's done it before mm-hmm. and just casually is doing it.
0: Um, When Jack says to Kevin, how did you, how did you, well, Kevin says, Jack, how'd you do it? And Jack replies, well... I have you, I had your mother and I had you kids and that was all I ever wanted. That was just instant tears for me. Just, Oh my God. I I get teary eyed thinking about it.
1: Brittany, Christine is reminding us Toby losing his job. This is, I got a hot
0: take about this. So I'm holding off. That's why I haven't mentioned it.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to say, I think that this could be, I'll take this over someone having COVID. I'll take Toby losing his job. Over someone
0: actually getting sick. Yeah, I, I like it. it's an organic thing. It's something that's it's happening happened. to it's, ev- like yeah, so
1: many people. Yeah, more than half a country.
0: I mean, yeah. it's happened to. Uh, so I, I think it's uh, I think it's very fitting that this is us approaches this aspect of COVID. I mean,
1: imagine this. They now have two little ones. Kate doesn't work.
0: Right. What What are they going to do?
1: They need health insurance.
0: They got They got to have
1: yeah They got to have baby Baby who right. they need like Stuff. OT for sure. What is Toby gonna do for a
0: job? Mm, I don't know. We'll okay. see. It's not like the jobs ever mattered in this in the show before, anyway. So, truly,
1: <laughs> maybe. Maybe Kevin will just take care of him.
0: Yeah, right. I think they had that one scene when Toby was at work that one day, because I think everybody was busting This Is Us balls so bad about the job situation. They're like, we have to write in Toby having a job somewhere. So it was like some like vague IT job at some vague IT company.
1: Well, this is how they're fixing the problem. He's laid off. Now he's not expected to ever be at work.
0: Yes. Yep. Good point.
1: It's like a soap opera.
0: All right. Ready for some in or out? Yes. All right, Interout, uh is brought to you by JoinTheNerdClan.com. Make sure you get over there to find all different kinds of great bonus material and extras from uh, myself and Mary, whether it is my book club or Mary's book club about Bridgerton uh, or even Keep Common Crown on. And of course the ever-popular After Dark episodes, which is happening after this episode. So if you want to support and keep supporting an independently produced podcast like this and all the ones that we do here at Miriam Blake Media, please become a member at jointhenerdclan.com, where it's just the best community on the interwebs. All right, let's do it. What's it (laughs) going to be, McFly? Are you in? All right, Marvin, in or out on taking supplies from the hospital? All about it. I am all about it too. Give me, I will bankrupt the hospital if I have to. No, I mean, a lot of hospitals
1: have gone bankrupt, but I just, I just felt so lucky. You know, like look at all the stuff we already had a bajillion diapers. And we already had all the stuff. I think we still have like remnants of the things that probably we.
0: That's like we have some gauze pads still <laughs> that and I like did not like need. witch hazel that we yes. did not need. Oh
1: my goodness gracious! <laughs> but yes, all in it. You you feel like you
0: won the lottery. Uh, in and out on dream sequences.
1: If they include Jack Pearson, I'm in.
0: I'm in on dream sequences. I'm, I'm, and and you're right, especially if it's Jack Pearson. Yes. Give me, give me all of the Jack Pearson with the older kids. Give me all of it, and that's why I still maintain. Here, here is an, uh, you know what? Here is an early hot take. This is a, this is a take revival, okay? A take revival. They are absolutely going to end this show at Jack's tree. With all the mentioning of Randall and the tree branches and everything, and it, you know you know, Rebecca's going to die. So they're all going to go to the tree, and they're going to spread her ashes at the tree along with next to Jack's. It's going to happen. Totally going to happen. And it's all going to end with all of them together. Jack with the older kids and the young kids, all of them all together are going to be at the tree. Cue the tears. It's gonna, it's totally going to happen. I guarantee it. Uh, all right, in or out on Sophie the giraffe? And I'm out.
1: I know you are. I thought it was an expensive. It was like
0: forty dollars for that this was little positive. thing. It was like
1: nineteen, and
0: it didn't even work. I do not even know what it's supposed to do. I don't know exactly. That's why I'm
1: out. It's like there's four legs, so the kids can like chew on. It's a chew toy for the babies, a teething toy. I shouldn't call it a chew toy. That's a dog thing. <laughs> teething toy. <laughs> but it is. It's it's supposedly great. Our kids just. Put anything that was a toy in their mouth. So uh
0: in a route on Jack Daniels. Meh. You know, I, I liked Jack Daniels when I was like 25. Okay. I'm more of a make as kind of guy now. Me too. Uh, I'm in I'm in on that. Mm-hmm. Uh in a route on nips.
1: Hmm. I'm in. I'm out. Do I know why you am in?
0: Uh let's let's hear it.
1: Like when you get to travel. And you're just like going to go somewhere overnight. You don't need to bring a whole bottle of stuff.
0: That's true. You know? But then you go to a bar.
1: No, I don't want to go out to a bar. I want to stay inside and wear my jammies. (laughs) (laughs) I traveled so I could just sleep somewhere else.
0: (laughs) You know it's true, too.
1: (laughs) What do you want to do? I don't know. Just stay in and watch TV? Yeah, let's just... Watch Deadliest Catch?
0: (laughs) Can we get room service? (laughs) <laughs> you know what? Hashtag true. I know. Uh, in or out on the show, Felicity. Oh,
1: honey, you know the answer. Oh,
0: come on! It's always it's in. So as in. a matter of fact, Felicity and J.J. Abrams are getting.
1: Makes me shout. Oh I'm telling yeah! You, telling you, this show is literally like, what is our target audience?
0: Boom! Yes, absolutely. Mary Larson. <laughs> Felicity was one of those shows that slipped past me
1: yep because you were born in
0: 1983 uh, no it's not any, yeah, no it, it doesn't have to do you're with the year difference
1: you're a little more difference. millennial than zennial. oh
0: get out of here you're a
1: little bit more Blake take little bit more take
0: that filthy language right out of your mouth
1: mm, we'll see <laughs> we'll see
0: but it slipped past me I was too busy watching like other like other stuff mm. And I, Mary introduced me to Felicity when she was pregnant with our daughter. And I loved it. Loved every second of it. And it was showrun by J.J. J. Abrams of Star Wars fame. Like, you can't get it in Lost fame. You can't get any better than that.
1: I thought I was pregnant with her son when we watched it.
0: No, because we when had I was pregnant
1: him. with her, we watched Gilmore Girls.
0: No, it must have been in between then. Yeah. It must have been in between. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember we were we were babysitting... Uh, the people that you babysat for yes. and we were, we had Reese we had, our, we had our son and he was sleeping in between us remember we were, we okay. were washing yes. him in the sink yes. we were watching Felicity, I brought the DVDs <laughs>
1: because we have them all so we are in on Felicity
0: yes, um, in or out on short hair Carrie Russell from Way to Felicity go.
1: you know, you do you boo kind of out you don't like short hair, so like what else? you're going to say out on anybody with short hair no,
0: that's not true. You
1: sit out on me with short hair and you love me.
0: I do love you. See? <laughs> but I love you long hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. In or out on Dr. Sleep. Meh. Meh. Yeah, I loved Dr. Sleep. I thought it was great. Okay. Thought it was excellent. Uh, in or out on Dairy Queen. Out. I feel like Dairy Queen is confused. Doesn't know what it wants to be. I'm lactose
1: intolerant. <laughs> so I have to be out. The only time I'm not lactose intolerant is when I'm pregnant.
0: Good point. I know. Uh people are asking what does nips mean?
1: Oh, it's not nipples. No,
0: not nipples. Not nipples.
1: It's the wee little drinkies. Yeah, it's
0: the, it's the little shots that you can get. <laughs> what Jack got. That's a nip. So and like it, is that like I, a
1: Boston thing?
0: It might be a Boston thing, like Sorry, what, do,
1: what do other people call it? What I have do no you call idea. the little bottles? Of alcohol, like the onesie twosies.
0: Yeah, like I don't whatever you, you get them in a whole sleeve. You get a nip sleeve.
1: What's a nip sleeve?
0: <laughs> it's it, it's a it's a sleeve, a literal sleeve with a, like four like or five. Like a shirt? N- no, no, no. Like a like a, a netting or plastic, and it comes with like four or five nips in it. Oh, and you get a nip sleeve. Okay. <laughs> I whenever you, I feel like when you walk around with nip sleeves. You need you're, to you're, stop like, that you're like you're like 21 years old, or you're 20, and you think you're awesome. Okay, but moving you're not. on. All right, in it out on Oreo Blizzard being the best Blizzard. I can't have blizzards. Well, no, you have ice cream. You've you've had blizzards. I know you. When have. When have I had a blizzard? You've had a blizzard with me. We somewhere. don't have Dairy Queens in Rhode Island. We have one in Massachusetts. We went to one right before we went to the Patriots game.
1: That was the only time I've ever been to a Dairy Queen, though, and it was because it was in a different state. I don't have this thing here. <laughs>
0: No, we have we have Stewarts. I can't buy we alcohol have the one Stewart
1: from anywhere unless you're in a packy, and I don't have a Dairy Queen. And I used to see the commercials for it on Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah,
0: kind and of like were, Sonic.
1: And there was like yes, and like the Blizzard had like a song to it, and all these kids would be like, Dad, bring us after baseball practice. And I was like, What is this magical place? <laughs> I want, I want to go. I want a blizzard. I'm lactose intolerant, but I still want it. <laughs> Finding out I was lactose intolerant was such a redeeming moment of my life. My parents used to make me drink milk for dinner because that's when you know you're a kid of the 80s and 90s. Got milk?
0: Yeah, you got to yeah. drink milk.
1: I don't like it. Okay, it tastes bad. It smells bad to me because my body was telling me, don't drink this. You get sick. So I used to tell my parents, like, it makes my stomach feel bad. My mom, nope. <laughs> Didn't believe me. Your mother. Didn't believe me. Didn't was, suffer
0: no fools. There was
1: one day I had to stay at the dining room, dining room table until 8 p.m. with my glass of milk and Warm leftover milk. lentils that I didn't want to eat either. And finally she let me go Not to bed. Not great, Bob. Yeah, welcome to my childhood. You guys wonder why I'm the way I am. I had
0: to watch... PBS uh. and eat
1: lentils and drink milk that I was allergic to and it wasn't until I was in high school and I was have a uh, junior year of high school For those
0: of you watching us live you know Mary is intense when she starts pointing at me
1: <laughs> cuz i was like the most redeeming moment of my life. I mean there have been redemption moments, but when I was 16 years old or 17 however I was, I was a junior in high school, I was having all this stomach issues come to find out I have anxiety and irritable bowel syndrome. Yay. Um, they did a lactose test on me. Uh-huh. And I remember the moment vividly. The doctor came out and was like, Yeah, there's no big problems, but there is lactose intolerance. And I was like, What? <laughs> what? Excuse me? Oh my God, mom! You made me drink milk all this time! I'm allergic to it! Shame. So, no, Blake, I don't go to Dairy Queens. <laughs> I don't even have one but if I did I couldn't
0: alright you ready for some hot takes yes please let's do it alright you got one you go first yours is first alright fine I am take reversing I am take reversing you know what that's called what's that chicken sh (laughs) that's not that
1: you're like oh I'm the best and when I get this right I'm gonna play my little like ding 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 bell and now you're take reversing
0: I'm take reversing I have to take
1: reverse. Yeah, because you are, I mean, you should just say, I'm wrong. I had a, I, no, it's a take reverse. I'm wrong. It's a take. I was, how about this, past tense. I was wrong.
0: No, it's a take contraction.
1: I'm going to just cover the bases and now take everything. So this may happen. <laughs> this may not happen. You're pretty much, you know what you like? What? Trump at press conferences. I'm not saying I'm it not could saying, be that,
0: but I'm saying. I'm not I'm not mm. <laughs> Alright, you know what? We're just gonna leave that there. I am t- I am take reversing. Okay. Kate is not dead in the future. Like
1: this is a giant take reverse.
0: This is a bit I'm not saying it wasn't a I'm not saying you should put
1: bleach in your body, but <laughs> Kate may be dead. Kate may not be dead. It's essentially
0: Oh, yep. uh, Tina says, take backsies. Yeah, it's a take backsie. Okay. Yeah, I just went there. <laughs> Listen,
1: I'm not being political. I'm just saying
0: <laughs> It's just, facts. A, it's, it's a, it's an assessment. Okay. Go, <laughs> this, is, Blake. this is a, it's a take assessment from Mary.
1: Right. So now Blake is saying Kate isn't dead.
0: <laughs> Kate is not dead. Welcome to the party, Blake. Here's my, here's my.
1: You know who also isn't dead? Who? Annie.
0: Annie's, Annie's not, not
1: dead. dead. <laughs> Annie's safe. <laughs> and Peggy, not dead.
0: <laughs> uh, take is not, uh, take is not dead. Kate is not dead in the future. The reason why I know she's not dead is because Toby was being super creepy on the phone as Kate is walking out with Haley. He's like, "Yeah, I gotta go. Kate's here. Yeah, Kate's literally here. I have to go." Because he was getting fired on the phone. I think he got fired prior to that, and he's talking to somebody right now that he shouldn't be talking to. He's got a history.
1: You think he's got a little someone, someone on the side.
0: I don't know if he's got someone on the side, but he's doing something that he shouldn't be doing because that's I, why he was so quick to get off the phone.
1: I thought he was getting fired. It he wasn't. was it wasn't, like calling a co-worker. I'm the, like, I just got fired too. You just got fired.
0: Me too. Maybe it was a co-worker. You want to have a club? Maybe it was a co-worker, but it wasn't one of those professional conversations where I was like, okay, I understand. Thank you. Yeah. My wife's coming. I have to go. It was, yeah, yeah. Kate's here. I got to go. Yeah. Kate's like literally here. I have to go. Thank you like yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Like it that it was someone okay. that is a little comfortable okay. maybe a little too comfortable. What was the girl's with, he name in the text? Kate...
1: What was her name? Oh, I don't remember. The CrossFit Girl. CrossFit
0: Girl. Yeah, it was CrossFit Rebecca or something. I can't Cross remember. CrossFit Hottie. it was CrossFit Hottie. Um so all I'm saying is he was talking to somebody shouldn't have been talking to. Shouldn't have been doing it. Okay, fine. So it's 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 not a it's a take reversal, but it's more of a a take, um,
1: take, you're taking back. You're saying, please don't put bleach in your body.
0: Sure. All right. What do you got? Uh, for, for your, <laughs> please don't put bleach in your body. <laughs> oh man. Life is good. All right. Um, my, my, what's hot your, take? what's your hot take?
1: Kevin ends up with Sophie because Annie gave Deja A Sophie.
0: Oh, look at you. Hey. Oh, this is a deep Like, oh, what's
1: this? Oh, it's a Sophie. (laughs) Because whose house are they going to? Kevin and Sophie's.
0: Oh, look at you, Mary.
1: Why would they have given a Sophie?
0: Good point. You know what you are? You're take mining right now. You are take mining. You are mining the information. Okay. Uh, Dave here on Facebook says it's Lady Kryptonite. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that.
0: Isabel says here on Facebook, also, I don't think that uh, Toby is wearing a ring in the future. You are right, Isabel. He is not wearing a ring. So I'm just throwing it out there. He's acting a little funky. And I don't know if Kate knows about it. I don't know if he wants Kate to know about it. All I'm saying is things ain't looking good for your boy Toby.
1: He is not my boy. He is not my boy.
0: It's the royal, your boy. No, it's the it's the royal. It's the royal. No, it's the it's the royal. You. It's the ton, if you will. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right, you ready to close this bad boy out? Yes.
1: Thank you all so much for tuning in. I didn't cry. Did not cry. Yeah. It's called pivot.
0: Nancy says, CrossFit hussy. Is that a descendant of the pie
1: hussy? Potentially. That would be an amazing hussy line.
0: Oh, that is a great Outlander line. for all of our
1: Outlander friends. That is a great
0: Outlander line. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Oh.
1: thank you all so much for tuning in we truly appreciate you especially our friends at jointhenerdclan.com who through your patronage shows of ours are able to be made produced yes. and sent out to you so we hope that you love uh, you have a good time with your loved ones this week hold them close we watch a lot of episodes of This Is Us as we're going on a little break my name's Mary
0: my name's Blake we'll see you in March
1: This Is Us too.